Hello there, and thanks for clicking on this episode of Trio Talks Podcast. My name is Sophia McComb, an academic advisor to the Trio Student Support Services at St. Olaf College. On this episode, you'll be hearing from Frida Bao, class of 2007, where she shares her three major phrases that have influenced her life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy our next installment of Trio Talks. My session is more about the phrases of influence. Um, what I'll take you through is my story, right? And so I'm a bit of a storyteller myself, so I'm going to just go straight into it. And I'm going to open with a phrase that really spoke to me when I was trying to figure out, well, what, what do I talk about with the SSS group? And so what I found was, you know, everything that you do right now ripples outward and affects everyone. Your posture can shine your heart or transmit anxiety. Your breath can radiate love or muddy the room in depression. Your glance can awaken joy. Your words can inspire freedom and your every act can open hearts and minds. And so my hope is that after this presentation that my words can impact some of you and the decisions that you make going forward, the way that these following phrases have carried me throughout my life. And so some of those key areas or those those key phrases that have really impacted my life and how I go about life and how I've made my career decisions really recycle down to these three phrases. And funny enough, it's like, it's always these three phrases, right? And so for me, it's truly about following your passion. The other piece is it's not what you know, it's who you know. And then also, and then finally, why didn't you? And so I find that I, no matter what career path I've chosen, no matter what stage I'm at with life, these three are always there. And so in order for me to give you the, uh, the story of it all or, or have it really make sense, I kind of have to give you some background on my past. And so it's cool listening to everybody's journey and everybody's path as I think we've got similar stories in that it seems like we've all, we all have our ups and downs, right? And so I'm not going to read through this today. I, I will also call out, I was with Adobe in January actually moved over to Enteros, uh, so I'll tell you a little bit more about that in a bit. But if you take a look at my first 10 years here, so back at St. Olaf in 2003 was when I started, as you know, I started with so- uh, Sophia and Bobby, all the way down to about 2014 here, I was in a hodgepodge of jobs. And that was really about me discovering who I am and what I'm passionate about. And so, but again, the key takeaway that I would like for you to see here from 2003 when I started at St. Olaf, all the way to 2014 is is that you can see I dabbled in a bunch of different jobs and to give you the backstory behind that of course I had to have my first job out of college to support myself and start paying student bills but my real dream was to work at Target why or what I didn't really have a good answer for that the reason why is because it seemed like a really hip and cool company to work for and so worked my way into Target and uh, was able to have some fun there but then along the way, I ended up going to um, going down the path of leaving headquarters to the stores to be a, a, a team lead or a manager there. I was young, new, didn't really want to do with my life and thought, all right, well, cool. They told me that I'd be a great manager, so let's do it. And the reason being is I've got a lot of energy and I care about people. And so went with it and discovered 
I did not like that job. I was not a good fit. And uh, that just was not meant for me. I walked into the doors and I'd get butterflies and they weren't good butterflies. They were high anxiety butterflies. And so after that happened in desperation to leave, there was a previous colleague that traveled the same path that I did. And she went to Rasmussen, she recruited me over. And again, in my desperation to leave, I, I went. And not really knowing what to expect, but you wanna call it fate, I don't know. It ended up working out really well. And that was where I discovered what I was good at. And that was really to take care of others. I had a passion for helping other people and helping to find solutions with what it is that was a challenge for them. And so naturally it became a really good fit and I wouldn't have had that opportunity if I didn't take that leap of faith. And if I actually, if I didn't go through that horrible experience and was desperate to leave. And so I share that with you because it took me a good, let's see, 2007 all the way to 2014 to discover what I was good at and then feel really good about where I was at with my career. So then fast forward down the line, that in 2014, I was starting to feel really good about my job. There was nowhere else to go up in the ladder. I didn't feel very challenged anymore, although I did love being a recruiter. I loved working in admissions. It just wasn't something that I felt I'd be proud of if I looked back at the rest of my life and thought, yeah, I did that for a living. So the other piece that was calling for me was tech. And so again, not knowing how and what to go or, or what to do from here, I took a, I, I decided to kind of take a risk and you'll see that in 2014, I actually went through three jobs and that was because I thought, all right, I need to figure out what I want to do with my life. I'm just going to follow my passion and hope that it takes me where I want to be. And so from there, since 2014, all the way up until last year, I've thrived in the technology space as a solutions consultant. I'm still a solutions consultant now. I'm at an, a company called Interos. And the reason why I'm here is because I'm back in that boat of feeling like I'm meant for something more. I have no idea what I'm gonna do when I grow up. And uh, I'm 35 years old. I've got a whole life ahead of me. And so taking that risk again, trying to figure out what is next for me, but the difference between now and then is my confidence level. I know what I'm good at. I know what I can do and I can afford that risk different from where I was at with that high anxiety, leaving Target headquarters and trying to figure out who I was back then. And so I share, I share a bit of my background with you because it ties into the three key phrases, right? Follow your passion. And I've got these three images because they mean something to me. I'm an SSS student and I was introduced to SSS being a first generation college student. My parents are Cambodian refugees that escaped genocide back in 1985. And they came to this country with a better world or a better opportunity for me. And so that's always driven my work ethic. It's driven me to be who I am today. And then in addition to that, I loved Harry Potter. And that was how I chose St. Olaf. It's a little embarrassing because some people were just like, well, well how did you choose Harry, uh, <laughs> St. Olaf? And back then I thought, yeah, you know, Harry Potter. But if, if, something that one of my colleagues had said to me recently, which I equate to follow your passion, is that my I'm a gut-based decision maker and my intuition tends to process information faster than my brain can. And so when I take a look at that, I really interpret that as follow your passion because you might not always know what's in front of you. You might not be able to make sense of why things are happening the way that they are or why you feel a calling towards doing something. But 
if you follow your passion, you follow your gut, you follow your intuition, you do what feels right, it's going to naturally evolve into success. And for each of us, we all define success very differently, whether it's having a family, retiring easy, or just doing something that makes you feel good and happy. And I live my life with finding joy every single day. And so key phrase there, follow your passion, Believe that whatever you're doing today, if you feel strongly enough about it, you feel passionate enough, you're going to find that success. And this phrase, it's not what you do, it's who you know. I took this and I remember the specific day I heard this. Thank you, Sophia. And it was actually in conversation with Sophia that actually influenced this whole presentation, which was, uh, it's, it's not what you know, it's who you know. I heard this from Trey Williams. And he is a former SSS student as well. He came to us at, I believe it was Kittlesby, and he spoke to us, and I took this one phrase away from it. And the reason why I think I took it away was also because I had no idea what I wanted to do, but I believe that if you follow your passion, you'll find success. And hey, guess what? I have to believe that what I'm majoring in today, even though I don't know what it is or how it's gonna benefit me, I'm hoping that my network will help guide me towards the place that I'm supposed to be. And so I share this also with you because if you feel like you're lost, you don't know what your future holds for you, you don't know what it is that maybe you're passionate about or that you wanna major in, it's okay. You've got a network around you and that's the thing that I appreciate about St. Olaf and SSS is that that was given to me an opportunity that I would not have found on my own, SSS found me. So I'm thankful for that scenario and. I hope that as you guys are going through, whether it's today, your graduation, or down the line in your career, don't burn any bridges and always keep good relationships because as you seek your next opportunity, you never know who you're gonna run into. And then I'm gonna wrap up with the why didn't you. Kathy Glampy was our director of SSS back in 2007. I actually Googled this image because I remember this very clearly. And I remember her saying to me, why didn't you? And the reason why is because that day, that man on the left-hand side had had a conversation with me after, the, after presenting us with the donation check. And he asked me, what are you gonna do after college? I was so nervous. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. I blumble, I, I um, I uh, spoke a little bit of gibberish. And then when he politely walked away and excused himself to have other conversations, he, uh, Kathy turned over to me and, and kind of glared. <laughs> and I remember that glare. And she's like, why didn't you tell him that you were going to look for a job and that you would have appreciated you know, the opportunity to meet people and join his team? I didn't think about that. <laughs> and so I, that, those words have stuck with me. And so every time I feel nervous or scared to take a step, I think about that moment with Kathy and I ask myself, why didn't you? But then I flip it and it's not just why didn't you, it's don't look back with regrets. And so as you go through, you make your decisions, if you're feeling a calling for you and you're stuck and you don't know how to decide, think about that moment and think if you don't do this now, if you don't jump on that opportunity, are you going to look back on your life with regrets, wishing that you did that? And so, uh, I've left you with three common phrases. I have opened with this one, and I hope that some of the words I've shared with you have made a bit of an impact, but if there's anything that, um, that I hope that you can take away the message that whatever you do, follow your passion, and know that you've got a support system around you, and I hope that our words today have 
the ability to awaken joy within you, inspire freedom to make the decisions that you need to make to make you happy, and then open your hearts and minds to opportunities that you might not even be aware of or want to pursue today because it just might not be something that you're aware of. I mentioned I'm not at Adobe anymore. That's actually one of my dream companies. I thought I was going to retire there, but an opportunity presented itself to join a company that is currently building AI to help with predicting supply chain management. And I've been super passionate about technology ever since I was a young kid. And AI has been the thing that's been the most intriguing for me recently. And so when I was recruited to join this company, um, I decided to take a risk again one more time as I had that unsettling feeling like I'm meant for something more. Even though I have no idea what it is right now, I'm trusting my, my gut that it's going to get me to the, the path that I want to be at. And so I'm happy to connect with you and give back to SSS in any way that I can. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Cheer Talks Podcast, where Frida Bao shared her phrases of influence. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Interested in learning more about student support services at St. Olaf College? Visit us at wp.stoloff.edu sss or follow us on our social media accounts with Instagram and Facebook at St. Olaf Trio SSS.